Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. We are one-on-one with the former world welterweight champion, Jeff Horn, and we're going to jump into the DeLorean, and we're going back in time. We'll arrive at the 2nd of July, 2017. Wow, almost four years ago already. It was the Battle of Brisbane, Suncorp Stadium, Queensland, Australia. Standing across the ring from our guest, Jeff Horn, the legend, Manny Pacquiao. Jeff, what's the first thing that comes to mind, the standout memory of the day? Is there one moment in time that stands out above all the others? Um, I guess that's when... when uh the call was was made for the for the winner of the fight when and you when I heard and knew that's when everything I can just remember exploding and every time I kind of think about it even now to this day I get like the the chills up my spine about it and um yeah it was a pretty amazing little moment that where all that hard work all those years of hard work had paid off to that very very moment Different athletes are different. Some guys watch their performances back. Some can't bear to even look at them, even if they've won. Have you looked back and, and looked back fondly on it? Yeah, I have. I, I probably haven't watched it a whole heap of times, and I've watched little bits and pieces, and I've, I definitely did watch it full, fully back, especially after all the controversy and things about it. Um, uh, I, I've definitely watched it back and, and, and watched – the victory kind of unfold for myself and how well I performed on that very day. When you arrive at Suncorp Stadium, you arrive underneath the grandstand. You don't get to actually see the playing field or the ring as it was on this day. Can you recall the emotion, the feeling, or the first time you looked out and you just saw this beautiful blue, clear Queensland day and 50,000 Jeff Horn fans? (laughs) Well, I don't think it was fifty thousand Jeff Horn fans, but <laughs> it was uh, it was definitely an amazing day. Um, I think where were where were we the in kind of the end of winter or something? Mm-hmm. I don't know where we were, but the weather was was fantastic. Uh, it was still pretty pretty warm, and there was just a sea of people. I could just see faces of people and cheering, and uh, it was I kind of half had to block it out, but half take it in at the yeah. same time, kind of. Because I knew I was about to walk into a war before getting cheered into that mm. ring. Did you get to look at the ring and the crowd before you actually walked out? Did you take a sneak peek at any stage throughout the afternoon? No, no, I didn't. I was fully just arrived in the dressing rooms and then basically as soon as I, I went out, I'm pretty sure that was the first time I'd gone out there was wow. for, for my fight. As a bloke, you're quite relaxed in terms of personality, always have been. Harnessing the emotion, the nerves, the expectation, and I guess that moment, is it difficult? Because in terms of performance, 
It's very easy, I hear, to waste yourself even before the bell sounds. You've got to harness it and be very positive in in how you use your energy. Yeah, that's that's very true. But I'm yeah, I'm pretty chilled most of the time anyway. And uh, leading up to fight days, just like any other day, or even more so, I feel more more relaxed because I know um, a lot of people are doing as much as they can for me. Uh, they're making sure we've done it that many times before anyway. Uh, they know what kind of I need, what what food I'm kind of after. Uh, I'm keeping my fluid up uh, mm. to make sure that uh, I'm getting all my fluids back in after weigh-in. Uh, and it's just a process that I've, I guess I've done hundreds of times before and, yeah, I feel pretty relaxed doing it these days. Probably maybe too relaxed. <laughs> I feel like I probably should have a little bit more nerve sometimes than I should. Uh, especially these days, but back then, uh, I guess still a lot of nerves, but I, I guess the nerves started decreasing over time. Are you the type of guy where the switch flicks and it's game on, or is it a steady build to, to get to the ring? Uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm maybe a little bit in between. Like I, I, I can feel the steady build up of everything that happens. Like I guess that week out of the fight, I know – things are starting to happen because you have the press conferences, yeah. then you have the weigh-in. All these things kind of remind my body and my mind to kind of getting switched into that relaxation, that mental mode to be able to mm. just savor that energy till that very moment. And when I step into the ring and hear that ding, that's when I basically switch on and it's game on. Well, you'd certainly switched on. It was certainly game on. We look at the fight itself. Round one, you laid the platform. You were aggressive. You were busy and controlling you didn't have an option though it had to be that way didn't it against a legend yeah it did I knew how big Manny Pacquiao was in the boxing world I'd looked up to him uh, for years as well Uh, he was he's basically boxing other than Mayweather um, Pacquiao was the other biggest name in, in the boxing world so I knew I had to take it from him I knew I couldn't couldn't look probably close I need to beat him um I guess convincingly, yeah. and I guess I, I felt like I was trying to dominate every round, trying to throw throw more punches. But it's very, very hard to dominate a guy like Pacquiao. He's he's an absolute warrior, an absolute machine, and uh, he fights very well. So I think I did my very best to kind of do that. And I guess the judges saw the same same way that I, I kind of felt that I had done enough to to get that victory. Pacquiao searching, hunting, seeking, and destroying in a short right hand. Manny comes back. And there it is. He's starting to melt a little. He looks like a puddle in his summer that's evaporating right in front of you. Was there any time throughout that afternoon where you thought, hang on, this is my hero and I'm punching him in the face? (laughs) Pretty much, yeah. Uh, I guess throughout the fight, I probably didn't really have enough time to think yeah. about that, even though it probably did go through my head, but yeah. he probably did punch me in the head a few times throughout that's made me forget majority of the fight. <laughs> and it was such a big occasion yeah. that, that whole day and that whole event that I think these massive occasions that happen in our lives, sometimes our brain, it, it's just maybe too much for it. And it just kind of gets deleted. Mm. It's either that or my memory is not that good because it's been punched in the head that many times. But I feel like it was just that big of an occasion that, um, it's just too much to kind of remember every 
little intricate detail that happens throughout the days. Yeah, there is so much to absorb. Now, so much of this story centres on round nine. How close was it to being over? How far did you have to push yourself? Yeah, look, I was in the deep water in that round, that's yeah. for sure. He got me with some good shots and he knew he was behind, I think, in that fight and uh, he knew he probably had to to get rid of me. He was probably confident he was going to do that going into this fight, which probably gave me an advantage as well. And mm. um, I had to just hold on by a thread in that round. And I guess the ref saw that, that I was kind of in struggle town in the, the end of that and asked me to show him something or else he was going to stop that fight. And it's exactly what I did. I was I went out straight after that hard round nine and showed him what I had left in round 10, 11, and 12 and finish that fight strong. Referee just called the doctor up into the ring. He's going to take a look. So here we go. What will Horn show? Do you recall the conversation with Glenn Rushton and uh, and, and the referee at all, or, or does that become part of the blur? Yeah, it's a bit of a blur, but I've watched it a couple of times that uh, I can remember. I think uh, Nelson, I think it's the ref's name, um, he came over and said, um, look, guys, you've got to you got to show me something, or I'm going to stop this fight. I think that was basically along the lines that he said. And um, I remember my corner just being like, "No, no, 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 he's fine, he's fine, he's fine." I was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I'm ready. I'm ready to get back in there and do it all again for another few more rounds, at least." So, uh, yeah, that's that's all I can pretty much remember of it. It's a sport and a, a pursuit that very few of us who haven't fought can't probably accurately relate to in terms of what it takes, the mental focus in particular. At this stage, with three rounds to go, are you thinking attack or are you thinking survive? I'm thinking attack. The only round I was semi-thinking survive was that round nine when he had got me with a couple of good shots and he had me on the back foot. His confidence was skyrocketing and he was chasing that knockout. And that mm. was the only round I was like, well, I've got to either throw some punches back and hold and just survive that round. And after that, I was just like, okay, now I go back into fight mode and do what I was doing that whole fight, which was coming forward and throwing punches and um, basically out wrestling him in there as well. Looking back now, mate, are you proud of yourself and what you were able to achieve? Not so much the fight, but the durability in that final nine minutes, those last three rounds, is it something that uh, gives you a deal of satisfaction to look back and say, I succeeded here? Yeah, definitely. I'm very proud of uh, my fitness and my conditioning going into that fight. Um, I guess Glenn, Glenn did a great work getting me ready for that. Dundee Kim did great work getting me ready for it. Um, it was, I was in one of the best shapes I've been in for forever mm. i guess so it was it was an, an amazing fight and i guess i fought out of my skin as well and i had to against a guy like pacquiao and i knew that i knew i just had to relax save my energy and just pour out as much as i could on that very day you get to the end of the 12th round you're exhausted you are spent and you're looking around suncorp stadium and you know the magnitude of, of what's just happened are you thinking, I've won this, this is close, or I've missed this? Look, I, I was I was feeling that I'd won it. That yep. was a feeling going through me, but always pre-fight, which is why I went at Pacquiao so hard, I felt like if I didn't knock him out, 
I wasn't going to get the victory. So I kind of felt I needed to basically mm. knock this guy out to to win. And because I hadn't knocked him out, it kind of made that uncertainty, especially in the boxing world. We all know some decisions we see, we just scratch our head and go wonder how, how that went that way. So by the end of it, when I when the fight was getting called, I was kind of like, well, I'm, I'm kind of ready. I'm prepared. I've prepared myself. If I wasn't able to stop Pacquiao, I was preparing myself for a defeat. Mm. And when I heard and knew, it just blew me away and the emotions just all took over and I was just so elated with everything that was happening. Here are the score totals. Oscar Roldan scores at 117 to 111. Chris Flores scores at 115 to 113. Same score from Roman Caron, 115 to 113. All three scores go to the winner by unanimous decision. And new! Sometimes simple aggression, desire, and will can be masked for other things. 115-113, razor thin twice. 117-111 is unconsciousable. And Manny Pacquiao has been defeated by a decision when he almost had the fight won by TKO after nine. Do you just remember... Bits and pieces, almost like flashes, because there was a thousand people in the ring, or it seemed to be anyway. Uh, there yeah. was ten thousand people in the dressing room, or it seemed to be anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, is it just flashes? Because everything was so fast, so positive, your adrenaline would have been rushing absolutely out of control. Yeah, it, it definitely was, and even to this very, very like that. Even once it had happened, once I was I was named world champion, look, I had achieved something that I'd strive for for many yep. years in the sport, but I, I never kind of really pictured how it does change your life, and um, it's changed ever since, I guess, um, mass massively. I guess the, the respect I get from from people I don't know, yep. um, sometimes the negativity that I get from people I don't know, but uh, financially rewarded through the fights that I've had. And it's just been extraordinarily like life-changing, that, that event there. One of the big changes a lot of former world champions have said to me is how many new friends they develop within yeah. 24 hours. And it's a sport where hangers-on come and go and it's the same faces with different guys. But you were the man all of a sudden. Was there Were people just all over you that you didn't even know? Yeah, that, that's probably true. But, look, I I would give anyone some time anyway, yep. uh, all the time that I had. But I would always keep the ones that were always around me 24-7 um, the time of day, yeah. like they're the ones that I, I've, I guess, had got me there in the first mm. place, and just being friends 
throughout my whole whole life. So um, I, I never changed as a person. I didn't change when I won that and I still haven't changed to this date. So I'm proud of that as well that um, I guess money, fame, whatever you want to call, call anything that, that's happened in the past. So I've, I'm the same guy I was back in the Olympics or and even before the Olympic Games when I started boxing. I can vouch for that. You are exactly the same guys that I called on debut all those years ago. What I do want to find out, what did you do that night? How did you celebrate? And what time did the eyes finally shut on a pillow? <laughs> Gosh. See, that's a tough question. That that That's where everything after, I guess, becomes a blur. I don't even know what time the fight ended. Yeah. Was it like late afternoon? I think the fight started at 12. But all I can remember is... Uh, the drug testing straight after, yep. and then that normally takes ages, and I think it did take ages for that one. I was quite dehydrated. Had some food, and I cannot remember what I ate. I think I went to an after party, maybe. It, it is literally a blur. I just can't really remember anything post-fight. I know I had a million interviews. Uh, we probably spoke. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know. I don't even, like, seriously. It's a moment in time that won't be forgotten, a note in Australian sporting history, against the odds, victorious. And we have just gone one-on-one with Jeff Horn and survived.